0: To
1: a new book. This is Paul's second letter to the fledgling church in Thessalonica, Greece. And we're in the first chapter, verses 1 through 4. And in the coming days, we'll hear him teach on sanctification, which is the work of the Holy Spirit in us that makes us holy or set apart. We heard about this in 1 Thessalonians. In chapter 4, verse 3, Paul wrote, It is God's will that you should be sanctified. So with that idea in mind that we should be sanctified, let's turn to the passage and spend a few moments thinking through just what that means. Paul, Silas, and Timothy, to the Church of the Thessalonians in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace and peace to you from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, and rightly so, because your faith is growing more and more, and the love all of you have for one another is increasing. Therefore, among God's churches, we boast about your perseverance and faith in all the persecutions and trials you are enduring. Sanctification was a theme in 1 Thessalonians where it's described as God's will for us, and it's one of those great Christian words, sanctification, but what does it mean exactly? Well, here's one definition. Sanctification is the process of becoming more like Christ As the Spirit purifies our hearts and minds through repentance, prayer, and spiritual practices. Sanctification is a process, not an event. Think lifetime learning. Now, a little further on in this letter, we'll read that God chose us to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit and through belief in the truth. So, here are the steps in order. One, God chooses us to be saved. Two, we receive the Holy Spirit to do his work of sanctification. And three, we then believe in the truth. We accept the good news of the gospel. One, two, three. So make note of that as we return to today's passage. The praise offered for the Thessalonians is because their faith is growing more and more. Now that shows us that the Holy Spirit is working in them. Remember our 1-2-3, God chooses us, Holy Spirit sanctifies us, we believe the truth, so our faith grows. The Thessalonians experience persecution, and yet they persevere and endure. This also shows that sanctification is underway. The Christian life is not all a bed of roses, we know that. And in fact, the Thessalonians are reminded in verse 5, which we'll hear about next time on HTC Daily, that they suffer with Christ. And so do we. That's because we're co-heirs with Christ. We inherit with him. When we inherit, we inherit everything. And if we inherit everything Christ has and what he's experienced, that includes persecution and suffering as well as glory in this life and glorification in the next. Say hallelujah. We get the good, the bad, and the ugly, but that's life. The good news is we get to do it with Christ and for Christ and in Christ. Let's think about ourselves now and our own congregation. Where are we on this road of sanctification? At Weekend Away, we celebrated some present who had been at HTC 30, 40, even 50 years. I know of someone who's been a member since 1962. That's 60 years, almost as long as I've been on the planet. We also heard that half our congregation has only joined within the last two years. So we as a church have many people who are young, and many who are young in the faith. And age may have nothing to do with that. But the question is, how can we join together all of us, the physically and spiritually young with those more mature, to continue our sanctification? Not only our sanctification as individuals in the body of Christ, but also our sanctification as a church community. Sanctification, becoming more like Christ, is a lifetime assignment and a process. And if we've been called by God, And we receive the Holy Spirit to do his work. And we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. It's as easy as one, two, three. Amen.